Hey, fellow Mathers, before we get into this episode, we want to share with you how you can get access to free content, professional learning that will keep your students engaged and doing the math that matters. Get ready to go to this link, mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. That's right. Registration is open for the free Math is Figure Outable challenge that's starting May 15th and runs to the 17th at 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have three nights jam-packed with learning and routines that you can take straight to your classroom. In these challenges, we have a great time. We do some math, talk about classroom experiences, give away super cool bonuses and prizes. You won't just walk away with routines that are naturally engaging and encourage your students to think mathematically. You'll also have a chance to win over 6 k worth in prizes, including a few virtual PD sessions for your school. I'll be joined by my wonderful co-host, Kim, and special guest, Jenna Labe. You can register at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge for a fantastic learning experience. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Now on to the show. Hey, fellow mathematicians. Welcome to the podcast where math is figureoutable. I'm Pam. And I'm Kim. And we make the case that mathematizing is not about mimicking steps or rote memorizing facts, but it's about thinking and reasoning, about creating and using mental relationships. We take the strong stance, y'all, that not only are algorithms not particularly helpful in teaching, but that mimicking algorithms actually keeps students from being the mathematicians they can be. We answer the question, if not algorithms and step-by-step procedures, then what? So y'all, when we decided to plan episodes, this is going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) We were getting to number 73 and I said, Pam, it's 73. It's my favorite number. I was like, what? That's a weird favorite number, (laughs) but it is. It's my favorite number. And so today we're going to do something a little bit different. We are going to have a numbers episode. Numbers episode. How fun is that? Yeah. 73. Really? That's your favorite number. Really? It is. It always has been. No idea why. Like every time. Like it never changes. 73. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Because mine changes a little bit. It does. Yeah. Do you like your numbers then? Well, so often if somebody says like choose a, a favorite number between whatever, I, often it will be seven, um, okay. which it took my kids, I don't know, several years to figure that out because I would, I would say to them a lot, hey, uh, who's going to win? Who's going to play? Who's going to cook? Who's going to like, whatever to choose. I would say, choose a number between one and 10, or and, 10 <laughs> and then they would choose a number and whoever was closer won or lost or whatever yeah. it was. I swear it took years before one day, one of them said, is your number always seven? And I was like, yep. <laughs> and then that, awesome. from then on, I had to, then I had to choose different numbers. Maybe um, I'll but- have to borrow your favorite number. I mean, it's a little funny that mine's seven and yours is 73. Yeah. That is a little funny. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's E. Mm -hmm. So if someone will say, choose a favorite number, I'll choose E. Seven E. It almost always has a seven in it though. So I think that's funny that yours is 73 mine's Mm -hmm. E. Yeah, cool. And then when we realized that we were doing it today. Yes. Today, November 9th, (laughs) it is my parents' 47th anniversary, also with a seven. Dun, yeah. dun. Yeah. Also with a seven. That's pretty yep. cool. So today, as this podcast is launching, happy anniversary to Kim's parents. We're certainly yeah. glad that you had Kim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue on our numbers episode. So some other cool numbers that are out there. 
9,500. 9,500. All right. So 9,500. Ready? As of the moment where we're recording this podcast, I've got about 9,500 followers on Twitter. Yes. All right. Bam. That is very exciting. I will never forget the day when someone said, you really should join Twitter. And I was like, really? Twitter? I don't social media. I just don't even do that. Really? Uh, Okay. And I joined Twitter. And then had to figure out Twitter because that's a weird world. Um, and now uh, I've gotten to the point where we have 9,500 followers. So that's pretty cool. Um, it's been fun. And I thoroughly enjoy the interactions I have with other mathy people, uh, which, by the way, everybody can be a mathy person, but other math people on Twitter. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying Math Strat Chat. If you've never yes. joined us on hashtag Math Strat Chat, we do that every Wednesday night. We also do it on Facebook and Instagram, but we started on Twitter. I think sometimes we get the most action on Twitter, though Facebook's coming. And I tell you, we're, we're getting more and more on Instagram um, as we go. So Mass Strat Chat is fantastic. We also put out some uh, social media stuff um, on Twitter with um, after we do Mass Strat Chat, then we choose some strategies and let people uh, decide uh, which strategy they like the best from the, the previous Mass Strat Chat. I'm also starting to do strings of problems on math strat chat Mm -hmm. so if you pay attention to like three weeks in a row on wednesday nights the problem that i throw out for the world to dissect uh, and and throw in their strategies then it's actually a string of problems um, on twitter so that's fantastic i i have also thoroughly enjoyed um, meeting new uh, leaders in math teacher education so uh, on on twitter so twitter's a good world for math education Really enjoy that there. All right. I'm going to throw out one. Okay. 1,700. What does uh, that number have to yes, do with things, Yes. I love this number. I love this <laughs> number because it's such a great opportunity for us to do for other people. 1,700, yeah. the number of people who have joined us in our three or five day challenges that we have hosted. There's so much fun, so much learning happening. Um, the energy is just super high and there's so much to take away. So a couple of times a year, we host challenges. Um, we call them the You Can Change Math mm-hmm. Class Challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, to and they're totally so free. Yep. Follow us on social media. Um, on Twitter. Uh, yeah. But there you go. Follow us on Twitter. And uh, we'll announce when those challenges are going to come out. And they're, t- like I said, totally free. And we just teach and do all the math. And it's lots of fun. And yeah, 1,700 people have joined us so far. Yeah. All right. L- lots of fun. All right. Another, another Next cool number. number, Kim. It's yep. a really important number. Yeah. Number 20. Dun, dun, dun. And number that 20. 20 has everything to do with the number of years Kim and I have been working together. Oh my gosh. Which Cannot believe it. Does make me feel a little old. Just oh, a little good. old. Good, you're good young. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and related to that 20 years for 10 of those years, you were still in the classroom. Yep. Uh, you were teaching my kids. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, uh, and then for the last 10 years, we've been working together as math teacher educators and yep. um, learning a lot together, fighting every once in a while, but always, <laughs> always, always pleasantly, always pleasantly. Usually that has something to do with Kim going, um, Pam, I think you're making an assumption. <laughs> and then so I have funny. to go, yeah, actually, you're right. And then we work it out and it's fantastic. Everyone should have a partner in their education field that they can work as well with though. Oh yeah. This collegiality is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really, really appreciate it. And in those 20 years, uh, we talked about the 10 that you were in the classroom and you were my kids teachers. Um, I'll just tell a quick story that I okay. don't think I've told on the podcast up till now. It's not really mathy, but it's a, it's a good one. You had my second son, Matthew yes. for third grade. 
he still tells the story about he's the, uh, how you are the only teacher who he ever got a demerit from. <laughs> demerit. <laughs> you had to, yes. He had to sign the book. Listen, I, I, I didn't even know what that days. meant. It was early days. Like, I didn't I even know what that meant at teaching. the time. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh. And, and the funny part is he's still really convinced that he shouldn't have had to sign the book. He probably and- shouldn't have. <laughs> And I you're like whatever. That. You're like nobody. Whatever. Nobody should have signed the book. That's the problem. I was early. I'm sorry. Oh, Forgive me. I don't, I don't. I don't know that I've heard your change from signing the book. <sighs> we can talk about this that. some other time. Okay. okay. Anyway, the story that I want to uh, that maybe I should have stuck with is uh, Matthew got strep throat um, in December, and um, you worked with this really well right before Christmas. He got on mm-hmm. meds and went back to school, and then or maybe didn't go back to school. And then we had um, the, the the winter break, um, you know, so we had the time off um, here in the States. And, and then he went back to school, and not too much longer after he got back to school, he said, I don't feel well again. And I said, you know, yeah. whatever. Was, we checked him out. Sure enough, he had strep again. I was like, whoa, that's quick, right in a row. We got him back on meds. He went back to school. So now he's missed some school right before break and after break. He went back to school and he came home not, not very much longer. Uh, and, I, and he said, Mom, I feel like I have it again. I said, sweetheart, you're on medicine. You, you can't have it again. Go back to school. And it was kind of poor kid. I should have believed him. Um, I, I sent him back to school and you're like, he really doesn't look good. And I was like, okay, but he's on medicine. Took him back to the doctor. The kid tested positive for strep on antibiotics. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Anyway, I'm, I'm making the story too long, but over time, um, he missed, I don't like two and a half months of school yes, and time, uh, third yeah. grade. It was tough, rough going back to school. He was uh, a little anxious to go back to school. He hadn't been, he felt like he didn't even know the kids anymore. You were so brilliant through it all. Oh, um, thank you. really appreciated the way that you treated him like a human, you know, it was far more about him and his comfort and, and being able to get back into school and far less about grades and just all mm-hmm. the dumb things that didn't really matter. And I, anyway, I really appreciated that. Oh, um, you're welcome. Yeah. And, and during that year, I got to do some really cool problem strings in the class with my own kid. And uh, I'll never forget the first, that was the first difference versus removal problem yes. thing I ever did. Do you remember that? Yes, I, I that? do. And it was I two do. whole kids that had a clue what I was doing <laughs> And that problem string, and we talked about it afterwards. And, and you said something like, "I mean, you started a little high," and I was like, "Okay, all right, good to know." And it was fabulous. It, that that was a moment when I knew we were going to work well together yeah. because, unlike most of the teachers I worked with, you pushed back. Like you were like, "Um, I think, I think, have you ever thought about what you consider?" And I was like, "Okay, little uppity third grade teacher." <laughs> and my stuff. So it was fabulous because we started uh, a really good working relationship and yeah. really respected. Um, the, the the feedback that you gave me. All right, let's give another favorite number. Okay. All right. How about one hundred thousand? I mean, it is insane. One hundred over one hundred thousand over a hundred thousand podcast downloads. I Damn. mean, y'all. Thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Yes, <laughs> like we really That's appreciate amazing. it. Yeah, on our podcast host site, we're now in the top 5% of podcasts. So uh, it's pretty, pretty cool um, that we've got 100,000 downloads for our podcast. And we're on episode 73, and we're going to keep going. Um, This has been fantastic. Just just briefly, um, every once in a while, someone will say, what took you so long? I'm like, come on, we're doing a podcast. Don't, Don't knock it. I'll tell you, Kim and I talked for a, a while about doing a podcast. Um, uh, the whole team, everybody that knew me, um, you know, was bugging me to do a podcast for a while. And I just couldn't wrap my head around what it would mean. And then right before the pandemic and as the pandemic hit, um, uh, some of you know, my son Craig 
worked for us that summer. He was kind of an intern, worked for us, did a lot of really good things. Amazing. <laughs> he was he was in our face. He was like, you should do a podcast. I'm not actually sure whose idea it was for you to be the co-host. Do you remember, Kim? Oh, I have no idea. But yeah, I, I don't know. Should, but I guess at, I should at, maybe thank them. Uh, uh, yeah, we probably should I thank them. Whoever that was that, that <laughs> oh, forced that idea. Because <laughs> then I was like, Kim, if you were the co-host, I would actually do it. Like if you were the co-host, it would actually happen. Uh, <laughs> one of my biggest concerns really was um, that I was so busy that I just knew things would get in the way and then it wouldn't, it wouldn't get done. Yeah. And I, I knew to do a podcast and make it successful. It needed to be consistent. We needed to have podcasts happen. Well, as soon as somebody said, Hey, Kim should be the co-host. Then I was all over it. I was like, Oh, that Kim would make it happen. Kim is a bit, um, what's a good word for this? I organized. Mean, That's yes. a good word. What did you say? I said, yes, organized is fine. <laughs> I didn't even hear what you said. Kim is really organized and she will make things happen. She's a little militant. Can I use the word militant? Oh, yeah. You can okay. Yeah. So so I knew that if I had Kim involved, then it would actually happen. And so I owe a big debt of gratitude uh, to Kim <laughs> being willing to be the, the uh, co-host and so we could actually uh, make it happen. And y'all, thank you so much for listening and making yeah. uh, this podcast go. We really appreciate yep. it. That's yep. awesome. Very cool. Okay. Another thing to be really proud of, Pam, is the number five. Yeah. We have worked hard for this five. Yeah. Five stands for the number of online workshops that we currently have out. And y'all, we have planned more. We're working on a, on a sixth right now. We have planned to do two more than that. We really want to have an offering K-12 so that every teacher, kindergarten through 12th grade, has at least two or three workshops that are applicable for that teacher. Deep dive content workshops that are applicable for that teacher. We don't have it yet, but we do right now have a workshop for teachers K-8 that are applicable for your content that you can do deep dive into content. So for example, one of them that we have out right now is building edition for young learners. That is for pre-K through two teachers, pre-K through second grade teachers, where we really dive deep into developing counting and counting strategies and additive reasoning and what it looks like in pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, and second grade to make that happen. We also have building powerful multiplication deep dive workshop where teachers can really learn all about building multiplication and building from additive reasoning to multiplicative reasoning, the top five strategies uh, to solve any problem that's reasonable to solve that a calculator without using an algorithm uh, so that students are really thinking and reasoning uh, multiplicatively. We also have Building Powerful Division, where we outline the four top division strategies that students need to know so they can solve any problem that's reasonable to solve without a calculator, without a calculator, or without uh, the long division algorithm. And what does it mean to really reason partitively and quotatively about division, deep dive into division, um, thinking, thinking about division multiplicatively? Also, we have Building Powerful Proportional reasoning for you middle grades teachers, uh, where we really dive deep into what does it mean to reason proportionally and how can you help develop that reasoning multiplicatively and proportionally because we know that students um, need to be able to reason multiplicatively in order to reason proportionally. So middle grades, grades six, seven, and eight, you'll really enjoy the building powerful proportional reasoning. Now that's four I just mentioned, but but we said the number five, right? Mm -hmm. Five. Mm -hmm. So that fifth workshop is free, y'all. And it is called Developing Mathematical Reasoning. And it is all about the underpinnings of everything we do how do we want to develop mathematical reasoning, not just get answers to questions, but we really want students to develop as mathematicians 
That is free. You can uh, register for that and take it anytime. We've now made it evergreen. It's so exciting that it's evergreen. Anybody can take it. You just register for it. You have six weeks access to take it. Y'all, here's a little known secret we don't really advertise. If you take it and don't finish it, you just register again. That's no problem. Yeah. Just take it again. You can have pretty much access to it anytime. In fact, if I can just mention, if you're a leader and you would like to have teachers be able to have access to it, but you want to not have to re-register every six weeks, just give me a holler at Pam at mathisfigurable.com. Leaders, we always can make a deal and make things work um, easier for you as leaders so that you can support the teachers that you lead. Uh, we can absolutely uh, make that work. So, so check out those five workshops, Developing Mathematical Reasoning, Developing Addition for Young Learners, Developing Powerful Multiplication, Developing Powerful Division. Uh, wait, did I just... And the last one, Developing Proportional Reasoning. <laughs> I wasn't even counting. Developing Powerful Proportional Reasoning. Um, hey, if you're interested to know what's coming out next, I'll let you know we're built, are working right now on um, building powerful linear functions. Mm-hmm. That is in the works. But uh, soon after that, we'll want to come out with some fraction work. We want to do uh, developing powerful. No, so wait, developing subtraction for young learners. Yes. Uh, so lots of things on the horizon. Um, did, I, did I mention fractions? I don't remember. Yes. Definitely mm-hmm. fractions are coming. So just know that that is all happening and we're very excited. Um, yeah, to, to keep the numbers growing. So right. y'all, some right. favorite numbers. What's what's your favorite number? Maybe you can share with us your favorite number and why you like that favorite number, what that, what that number means to you, especially if it has something to do with the Math is Figureoutable movement, Math is Figureoutable podcast. Like share those favorite numbers with, with us. And the next time we do a favorite number episode, maybe we'll um, share your favorite number and why, why it's your favorite number, what it means to you and math being figure out of it because if you want to learn more mathematics and refine your math teaching that you and your students are mathematizing more and more then join the math is figure outable movement and help us spread the word that math is figure outable thank you for listening and making math more figure outable to learn even more, make sure you register for our free challenge at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. You are not going to want to miss the evenings of May 15th through 17th, starting at 7 p.m. Central. Math teaching, math teaching, go register now. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Join us to make math more and more figure outable. And if you can't join live, register and we'll send you access to the recordings. We'll see you there.